0: Hello, hello, hello. Good to see zero people watching this. God, I look fucking tired, don't I? Um, I've just come back from a training session in London. It is Wednesday, the 19th of May at 12.04. I had breakfast at a place called Astenheim. So my trainers, JP, check him out. JP Cronin, Rotsar Fitness, solid guy, all-round joker, and just very, very good at what he does. So it's like your fishing, your fishing, your fitness and your nutrition. There, we got the combo package. Um, it's 390 pounds for three months, tracking your diet and tracking your training and getting you into shit hot shape. So he knows what he's fucking up to, this man. Anyway, so I did a session with him. Google him, you'll find him rockstarfitness.co. Say that I sent you. So I get some juicy referral fees. And... um. Yeah, I stopped back for some lunch or brunch at a place called Asenheim 56. It's the original Nando's in London. So they give you this massive plate of like um, roasted chicken uh, with some grilled vegetables and they do. it's called green sauce. It's a bit of chili, rapeseed oil, some herbs mixed together. It's fucking filling. I felt like I was in a food coma. I do that typical thing of rush through all my fucking food. So I'm going to revert back to the thing that me and JP were joking about which is apparently what Gwyneth Paltrow, that absolute nutcase, uh, does to stay thin, which is she eats in naked, general, butt naked in front of a full length mirror. Right? I tried to do this once after a few whiskeys just to see what it was like, a plate of spaghetti bolognese. It was not a pleasant sight. I looked horrendous. Me there, meatballs, spaghetti bolognese, looking at myself in a full length mirror, butt naked. I was like, God, oh, you disgust me, threw it straight in the bin. Um, Anyone anyway, digressing today? <laughs> this is such a good name. Look at this, Adolf, Adolf Hipster, Adolf Hipster, straight from Shoreditch. Um, today we're going to be—I'm going to be running you through what the live training schedules are about for two thousand and twenty-one. Uh, now that I've come back to Europe, and also we're going to be talking about IOIs. There was a really good question. I do read the, every comment on YouTube. I'm able to do that. I'm able to reply to pretty much all of them, and I do. Let me just switch the slide on. I do um, take note of things. You know, I'm actively asking guys because I said I'm going to do this live stream stuff every day for two weeks to motivate you guys. So at the end of the thing, there'll be some tasks for you guys to do, some focus today. Um, But I am listening to the questions, right? So if you guys have questions, have topics you want me to discuss, I will talk about them if I feel they're going to be relevant to enough people and give value. It's always the premise to try and give guys value. So first of all, first and foremost, we're going to get onto the IOI stuff, the indicators of interest stuff, everything you need to know about that how to uh, increase them on a micro and a macro level. So micro means short term, how when you go out for your session today, how to maximize the IOIs, maximize seizing on those IOIs, carpe diem, but for IOIs, but also on a longer term level, how to generate through lifestyle design, through fashion, all that stuff, more IOIs, full stop. And we'll also talk about your task for today, for those that want a task uh, to go out and practice today to help you be more sociable, because what this is, what well, this whole thing is, really, is about becoming more social, emotionally extroverted and calibrated, and being able to speak to that other human being, that other human being happening to be a hot girl, the situation happening to be outside of a bar or club and outside of Tinder in real fucking life, Tinder in real fucking life, uh, and she often happens to be a hot girl, right, and we feel stifled, and we feel nervous, There's nothing to be ashamed of, we've all been there, I've recounted it many times, my first... 50 approaches i was shit scared and i still get scared if i see a hot girl you know and i'm not thinking about it right and i'm just like oh fuck you know that fight or flight response so don't beat yourselves up any questions line it up along the side uh if i have time and if they're relevant enough uh i will talk about we we can go into detail but any particular questions too with indicators of interest would be good because that's what i'm going to be talking about today but anyway first and foremost the live training right because there's two ways to work with me. There's the 10-week Approach Accelerator program, which for 90, 90%, 95% of guys, that's the best option to go for. It gets you competent with approaching. It's a 10-week program. You have uh, exercise, you, you watch videos of myself and Les demoing what to do, which unlock each week on a platform called Kajabi. Um, you follow a task list to do with a focus on body language, how you sound, voice quality, and the actual London day game model. Um, and it stages up your progress over 10 weeks. You have two layers of, a, so you have a step-by-step open, plan to follow. We've crafted from seven years of knowledge of me doing this, streamline the approach. What do you actually need to learn? Nothing more to get competent with the approaching. Obviously, the approaching part is the hardest part for guys to master because it's the most, it's the part we have most adversity to because it's uncomfortable, right? Talking to other human beings, getting rejected. We don't like it, right? Uh, but you have that step-by-step plan. Everything you need to know, nothing more stripped down plus two layers of accountability a whatsapp group with guys bantering around the globe who are on the program together for example fourth of july we'll have 15 guys get in touch if you'd like to discuss that info at Jamestusk.com or just simply google james tusk approach academy accelerator um, you also have a second layer of accountability you have a zoom call every second week so week two week four week six week eight week ten where you can talk to meet myself all layers one-on-one and troubleshoot any issues you're not f- clear about and it's just a further layer of accountability when you combine that step-by-step process to follow with two layers of accountability, the results we've been getting guys and what we've been seeing consistently is 20 to 30 approaches a week, between five to six hours taken to do this, uh, frequency of approaching, so you become more bold, more fearless, more socially fearless. You understand how to flirt, how to banter, how to tease, how to understand when the girl's interested, how to take the number or go on the instant date and you're gonna be generating at least two or three new dates per week with new hot girls, which for most guys, that is exactly what you wanna do. So that's what most guys start with. That costs 2,279 pounds. Get in touch if you'd like to discuss that. The next one, 4th of July has some places remaining and the final one we're gonna run for the year is the end of September. Most people start with that. Some guys, if they have big approach anxiety or they're just like, fuck it, I wanna just train with you live to begin with because I, you know, it sounds like a blast. They just come straight for the boot camps. You don't have to do the accelerator first. We recommend you guys do, and then you line up a boot camp afterwards, but you don't have to. Why would you come on a boot camp? It's that nietzsche thing of find the why right and you'll overcome any what anyhow. Because it's a fucking blast, to be fucking honest with you, primarily. It's myself, um, and one or two other coaches, people like Les, people like Troy, people like Silver Fox, people like um, Brooding Sea, Dan, based up in, in Newcastle. Um, people like Mr. B from Oslo. And we're in a location together, you know, we've deliberately picked locations full of smoking hot girls, i.e. Moscow, Istanbul, Bogota, Helsinki, Stockholm, um, Kiev, Minsk, it doesn't really matter, right? But it's places that are always good. Um, Going to have a high proportion of hot girls. You come away with us, everyone's singing from the same hymn sheet, charging around, having a fucking blast. Um, it's basically like a souped up lads holiday without the fucking sucky bit of like you go away with a group of mates and half of them married and they're sitting around the corner going, well, my wife's so shit. And obviously they're not approaching because they're fucking married, right? Which often happens. I'm 34, but when guys get to 30, they're trying to drag their mates from yesteryear. Into this stuff they found online. I want to get good at the day game. I want to travel the world. I want to be able to touch down any fucking city around the globe and fucking get off the plane and be able to date and meet, meet and date some smoking hot women that most men have only seen the fucking shops in Amsterdam, those window shops in Amsterdam, or from a fucking porn magazine. Right? You can't drag those people into this existence. That's why I have wing groups in existence. Get in touch for that if you want details on that. There's about I've got about three, three and a half, four thousand contacts on my phone of different guys based in different cities who are active. I can put you in touch with these guys. Again, info at jamestuss.com, include your WhatsApp number. But yeah, the real reason is, it's a souped up fucking lads holiday. You're with guys you resonate with because you you watch our content and you resonate with that shit, right? And you know we can teach you this stuff. We can streamline your learning curve um, to get competent with the approach and we teach you the texting. We teach you how to get you, you know, what to do on a date verbally and physically escalate, take the girl home very quickly. You're in an environment with smoking hot women like-minded men. Often, what I do is I. The ratios are always good. So, for example, in Brazil, there were six students, three trainers. Helsinki, you know, last year or the year before, it was ten students, five trainers. Really, really good ratios, right? So, you're going to learn a shitload. You're with cool guys. What I often do is put guys in touch with each other, like a couple of months before, on a on a WhatsApp group. And you guys can figure out if you want to get accommodation together. Often what happens is guys will pull their resources because we all know if you go on Airbnb, right? The cost of getting a one bed place is far more disproportionate to if five of you pulled money together and you can get some fucking massive mansion thing right with an excellent fucking logistics, right? Right in the middle of Belgrade or Moscow. Um, It's a fucking sick pad. So when you bring birds birds back, they're well by it. but also you know it's it's brilliant for going out doing club game stuff like that bar game and you're bringing back groups of girls it's so much better to bring them back to a big place no pressure on it you can have after parties a lot of guys you know they'll be setting up double triple dates because they'll do the photo exchange thing uh, for the other guys in the boot camp because if we're in a holiday location like say budvar or sochi or gdansk or somewhere on the coast what happens is it's never just one girl on their own it's one girl with one or two other girls right all on holiday in holiday mode so one guy stops one girl oh who are you here with oh i've got two friends oh send me their send me their photos i've also got two friends and you at that point the original guy stopped it sends over the photo of the two guys also on the boot camp you know who are looking good because we've sorted out the whatsapp photos in advance to know what to send and then suddenly you're on a fucking triple date how easy is it with that energy that souped up energy of having six people together to be like oh let's go back one drink in the bar let's go back you know that's share some of your terrible music bang that on goes that suddenly you got three guys in the house three girls it's not necessarily going to descend into an orgy that's not what i'm saying but logistically it's so much easier to get the girls back they'll kind of peel off and that's how you have a blast right so i'm going to run you through the boot camp schedule if you've got any questions on this if you're interested in any of those locations get in touch with me james info at jamestus.com i'll get on a phone call with you i'll talk about your expectations um for what to expect for the live training we'll talk about if it's the best place to go because you can have you can choose the i always want guys to come based on their you know interested in women if you like turkish girls or fucking greek girls obviously come out to istanbul with me in september or go out to mykonos with sam in july if you like that tall bitchy russian model look obviously come and join me in troy in moscow or sochi or st petersburg in july if you like um You know, just crazy fucking full-on environment. Wait to come out with me to Day of the Dead, uh, end of October, Mexican Halloween in Oaxaca. If you want to do something random, like bizarre, and you like fucking crazy warehouse parties where everyone takes MDMA, come out to uh, Tbilisi at the end of June with me and Troy. There's many options, but I'm going to run through the locations. If you like the sound of any of these, get in touch, send me an email, info at jamestus.com, include your WhatsApp number, and we'll talk about your situation. Talk about the best location. Obviously, it's dependent on when you can get holiday. I work with a number of US guys. Obviously, you get absolutely thrashed with your 10 days a year, which is fucking bullshit, but say la vie. But yeah, it depends on your preference of women, whether you want to go to a city or whether you prefer a more beach vibe. Obviously, beach vibe has a bigger focus on instant dates, fast things happening because girls are on holiday. They're not fucking doing anything, right? So they're there to get loose. And obviously, your preference of women, weather, etc., etc. But it's all stuff we can go into detail on. Uh, this is the schedule. So Wroclaw coming up run by, uh, Newcastle coach. Very, very cool guy. He's good friends with a certain Mr. Krauser. Uh, they basically sound the same and look the same. Um, no, only joking, but they're from that neck of the woods. Geordie Shaw neck of the woods. Um, he's running Wroclaw in Poland. He knows the place inside out. We've still got availability to take one more guy for that. Um, london this is all um fuck this is the old schedule forgive me this is not correct at all i pulled up the old schedule (laughs) very prepared as always mr tusk very prepared as always and anyway guys line up any questions down there for me i will come to them mong i'm being a a tentacled mong here we go Without further ado, June, Wrocław, Poland, 10th to the 13th uh, of June. So this is all June ones. I won't bother you with the actual dates. I'll just say the months, and obviously I'll send you the schedule if you get in touch with me. So Wrocław, Poland, what to expect? Lots of Ukrainian women who are there to study, but then stay later after the term ends. The term ends in May. According to Mr. Derek or Mr. Dan or whatever he wants to be called, no one knows who it is, so it's fine. But his twist was Brooding Sea, if you guys want to find him. Uh, He does lots of day game stuff, posts and stuff. He is saying that Poland is open towards the end of May. So basically, a bit like London, going to be no restrictions. It's fucking game on. Poland's always a safe pair of hands because the women are feminine. They speak good English. They've got good values. And they are quite easy to get on dates, right? And they like foreign men, generally speaking. So if you go over there, you're going to be in in business. London, the 17th to the 20th of June, me and Troy or maybe Sambo, actually, because he's coming back. Fluid Social going to be running one in London. London it is going to be one of the best places to be this year. We are ahead on the vaccination programs. Yes, Boris did fuck a load of shit up before that. Very frustrating. I didn't have to pay the consequence for that because I fucked off elsewhere, but I know a lot of people are frustrated by that. Luckily, the vaccination program is full steam ahead. Pretty much everything is open in London, minus, I think, nightclubs But come mid-June. Everything, I think, from the 15th of June, is it? Everything's open. Maybe I'm misquoting that date. Don't quote me on it, but anyway, London's going to be a blast this year. Myself and Troy are off to Tbilisi, Georgia, end of the month. That's going to be good. Women are not as hot as, from what I've heard, as Russia, but it is still former Soviet Union, so genetically they're probably going to be fairly on point. It's a bit of an unknown entity. I don't know many people have gone there. I know a few guys on the ground who are going to kind of show us around, but that's going to be an interesting one. So a bit of an unknown. Uh, Wouldn't expect to see any other guys doing day game there. We might mix in some night games as well, because I've heard they have got a crazy fucking clubbing scene there. So that could get interesting. So if you're interested by that, get in touch. July, we've got Barcelona, Spain, run by um, a new coach we have called Toby. Uh, very cool German guy uh, that spent some time with myself, uh, fluid social and Les. Um, he's up and coming. He knows Barcelona at the back of his hand, because he lived there, I think, for two years. Speaks fluent for Spanish. He's got guys on the ground, who so fucking know the scene. So that's going to be a blast that's happening in July myself and Troy prowling off to Russia. I'm waiting for my 12 month unlimited entry, 700 pound Russian visa to come back. We're going to be in St. Petersburg, Moscow and Sochi, St. Petersburg, more, more on the friendly side. You can play on that stereotype, you know, saying oh, I've been to, been to Moscow. They're so unfriendly. They love that. They love to play up to it. Having been there before, I just wouldn't say the quality is as high as Moscow, but it's still Russia. So there's a lot of hot women. The bar scene is crazy. There's so many fucking cool bars where it's all kicking off. Um, It's going to be a fucking blast. Moscow internally is fairly open as well. There's not many restrictions. Uh, Got a friend there living in Moscow who's sending me videos, and it's looking pretty much like nothing's fucking going on, on there in terms of COVID. And then after that, Moscow, the big one, some of the world's hottest women. Just put yourself, if you do use online dating, using the passport function on Tinder to Moscow, I have a swipe through so you can see the fucking quality that is there but that's going to be a fucking blast and then sochi which is kind of the russian ibiza so loads and loads of stunners on holiday by the beach um looking to get loose i mean that it's going to that speaks for itself right that's going to be a fucking blast and then what me and troy are going to do is probably just jet around siberia armenia and kazakhstan we're going to have open sessions so means guys can just get in touch and join us for a few days There's gonna be no necessarily set boot camps. We're just gonna be doing our own thing and guys can kind of jet in. Yes, you have to pay a fee to do that, to hang around with us and we will get you approaching, but it's not as structured as a boot camp. It's more just chill. August, the big one, Helsinki, which will be a laugh. Uh, 17th, 11th to the 17th, always a popular one. Blonde hair, blue eyed girls. Um, I rate the quality, some people don't. I think they're super friendly. I've taken guys there before. It's a super easy place to get laid because they're incredibly promiscuous. promiscuous. There's no slut-shaming. They speak excellent English. They all like the fact that you're there. They find it strange because it's not touristy in comparison to other Scandinavian cities. I personally find the nightlife hilarious. People get absolutely fucking battered. They love karaoke. It's just a fucking quirky city. I just really like it. There's no apparent reason for it, but it's a great place if you're a beginner. And you want to just notch up some some easy some easy action because people sleep with people very easily. There, there's no stigma around sex. September, Belgrade, going to be heading over there. I haven't been there in a few years since it all kicked off with someone writing a newspaper article about me. Um, basically, I took an American guy there, and we filmed loads of like him basically killing it and then put it online. I didn't blow the faces, so a few Serbian newspapers got a hold of me. I uh, got hold of the footage and went fucking mental. I got a lot of death threats from angry Serbs. So I took the footage down. Um, then I put it back up again because it's actually really good content. But yeah, it'll be my return to Belgrade early part of September. I might keep it a bit more low key. Mm, who knows? Maybe I'll fuck off to Novosad if I feel like it's too hot and people are starting to recognize me. It's obviously that one street and there's Mihailova that a lot of people game. So who knows? Dnipro, Ukraine dinner pro am i saying it right it's one of i think it's the third or fourth city haven't been there before mr connor klein who i speak to a fair bit says it's a good place to go lots of hot women um i just want to try something a bit different barcelona spain i'll be going over there this time i have a friend's wedding there but i'm going to be there in the week before the friend's wedding running a boot camp which will be a blast barcelona it's a safe pair of hands i mean it's it's a very cosmopolitan city you've got women from everywhere You've got incredible weather, you've got incredible nightlife, you've got just that intoxicating, sexy atmosphere of a cool fucking place to be by the beach. Uh, the locals aren't necessarily even that hot, but there's just so much talent from all over the world. There's a lot of South Americans that come in there as well. Brazilians, Argentinians, Venezuelans, Chileans. Take your pick, Istanbul, end of September. That'll be a great time to go. was supposed to be there in June, but the restrictions have sent the place spiraling backwards. So I'm gonna hopefully fingers crossed, wait till end of September. It's gonna open up there. October, I'm off to Miami. Get in touch for that. That's gonna be a blast. The some of the a place with some of the world's hottest women, right? It's like little little Latina land. That'll be good. And then I've got open sessions in Mexico City, Guadalajara and Monterey, which are gonna be a blast. Day of the Dead in, in Mexico, that opening scene from the Bond movie. Was it Skyfall? Uh, where that was actually taking place in Mexico City, I believe, where Bond's running around and dressed in a skull thing. But that's basically there the Dead Mexican Halloween, right? They go fucking crazy. Apparently, so even more so in Oaxaca, which is this small place that I often go to drink Mezcal, but this place gets overrun by partying. So that'll be a fucking blast. Uh, it's going to be full on. November, I'm going to be in Bangkok and Co samui and then Brazil back to Recife and Salvador. I'm going to copy and paste all these details. Below in the description, so you can see everything. It's very transparent. You can see the pricing. You can see whatever you fucking want. You can see the dates. But get in touch with me if you want to discuss it, info and we can talk on WhatsApp. Now let's talk about the subject in hand. So it came from a question of a guy. Uh, he was asking about IOI. So I just thought, actually, you know, given it's summer in London, given things are pretty open, that's... Let's talk about everything to do with IOIs. In fact, just before we do this, let's have a look at any questions. Hello, Mrs. Tusk, great, you're so active. Thanks, Juliet, I'll be your Romeo. Yo, Tusk, is eye contact a solid IOI? Or is eye contact a lot more complicated? So let's hold the thought with that one until we actually get into it. Thank you, Ryan, although I am just a man with a hard on charging around having fun. Um, Everything is open in London, that's great news. I'm not sure what your preference is for Asians, but Tokyo such beautiful girls. I did go there, but I was mainly hitting on um, non-Japanese girls. And I was actually teaching a bit there, and the guys weren't interested in Japanese girls. Um, General price for one-on-one with you. The moon. Buy me some moon rock. You can actually buy bits of the moon, and I'll trade that for coaching for you. Will your boot camp help me become a good-looking white guy? Yes, actually, Tenzin, it will, because I'm doing surgical boot camps as well. So we can turn that one inch inch wonder into a two inch wonder and those eyes upside down. No flow festival this year in Finland by the year. Yeah, I know it doesn't affect anything. Who gives a shit? It was just a good way of starting off proceedings, Um, but it doesn't really matter. So Tusk potentially shave the hair off, potentially or do it. Come on, be decisive, lead. Remember how important leading is. I will get a, a fur cut at some stage probably today. Okay, so let's talk about IOIs in detail and questions on this, guys. I want this to be done as a one-off and I'm not going to do it again. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about it and nothing more. There may be some stuff I've missed, but this is everything that I feel is relevant. So what are IOIs, indicators of interest? It's when a girl looks at you and basically says, that's her way of saying, come on, let's get it, right? So you could have many forms of IOIs. The one we're talking about today, indicators of interest for day game, is typically... When a girl looks at you, what she'll do in a a city like London, for example, where it's fast, she'll look at you, she'll look away, look back, and that's it, and then she'll look away. And you have to be super quick to spot it. In places like London, places like New York, bustling metropolises, people do it very quickly because everyone's busy. But if you're really sensitive to it and you start to really try and pick up on it, you can get pretty professional at spotting them pretty quickly. Uh, In other cities where you're more shiny, like Brazil, cities, in countries where you're, more shiny because you're a scarce asset. So as a London guy, I go there, a lot of girls are looking at me, like right, blatantly checking me out. She's like, literally staring. It's very obvious, right? But quicker, normal Western cities um, is going to be fast. She's going to look at you once look at you maybe again. And that's it. very like blink of an eye, right? You've got to be pretty switched on to pick it up. And um, so that's what indicators of interest are from a day game point of view. In in nightclubs, it's a bit different. They might look at you. They might move closer. Proximity is a big one. They might they should brush her hair. She'll look closely at you. Sometimes they'll do that on the street as well. But mainly we're talking about just, just look at the eyes. That's the obvious indicator, right, if you're walking around doing your day game stuff. Lots of guys, there seems to be some YouTube channels that talk about, they call them choosing signals or it's like, only act on a woman fucking looking at you right or giving you an indicator of interest a that's retarded because you've got to get super switched on and you've got to always only be spotting girls that check you out and b that limits your pool of potential women right we're doing what we call cold approach cold approach is where the girl doesn't know you exist right she doesn't even know you she hasn't even seen you she's got no idea we're going to talk about different levels of how freezing it is to boiling right in the approach kind of world. Well. but cold approach is she doesn't know you exist right so if you only limit it yourself to speaking to women that have checked you out i mean it's very limiting it's just obvious right it's very limiting because lots of women you're walking around a busy city like london how many people are on the street you know she's the other side of the road she's on a phone call she's running she's not seeing you you've got to be active you've got to be the one that's proactive right leading the situation so don't do that i think it's stupid i do absolutely think you should be acting on IOIs because it's very easy conversation to have even if you don't really rate the girl, if you're going out to a day game session, you should absolutely, if a, if a girl's checked you out, even if she's not not hot, in my opinion, and you just want to get sociable, go and talk to her. There's no harm in it. You know it's going to be an easy conversation. You might not necessarily like you. She not, might not be your dream dream girl, but it's often like getting sociable, isn't it, when you first leave the house? And so, if a girl checks you out or like you know, brush her hair, whatever, just have that conversation. It's super easy. Hey, how you doing? Warm yourself up. Banter. You know, especially if you're not really into her, then it doesn't really matter, does it? Because you're not looking to take her number or whatever, but you can use that as a warm-up conversation. So do that, absolutely. Um, What else have we got written down here? Okay, so cold approach is where the girl doesn't know you exist, right? She has no idea. A semi-cold approach is where you walk. So this is one that often confuses students, right? I'll be walking around with a student. I remember it always happens for some reason at Holborn Station in London. I walk past, there's a girl waiting for someone, maybe a friend, maybe it's a date, maybe she's waiting, she's killing time, smoking a cigarette, waiting to him on the tube, her train, whatever. And we walk past and lo and behold, I always just, usually now with students, I just watch them to see the girls they like, because I know the ones that they like, they'll typically look at and then just look anywhere else, like pretending she doesn't exist. So I'm barely, most of the time, sometimes I'm obviously, like, obviously looking around for them as well, but a lot of the time, if we're just walking past groups of people, I'll just look at the student, see what he does, and I'll see his eyes go like that and then kind of go like that. So what always happens walking past Holborn Station is the student sees a girl, the girl sees the guy, the student, we walk on and be like, well, you liked her, didn't you? Go and hello, and He'll be like, no, 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 no. She saw me. As if the jig's up. And that's the hilarious thing, right? Because it happened. students all think like this. And I, it's interesting why. i have always trying to figure out why. But it's like, they all say it. They're like, oh, I can't approach. It's a girl standing there. She's seen me. Like it's a bad thing. But, you know, consciously think about this, right? We're walking past a girl. She she locks eyes with said student. Said student locks eyes with her. Said student likes her. Why is it a bad thing she knows that, that you know, the student's seen her? It's a good thing if you really think about it consciously, right? Because what's going to happen is she's going to walk back go, hey, I just saw you back there. She's going to go, yeah, because I because she also saw him, right? So it's like goes from super cold. She doesn't know you exist to a little bit warmer, like semi cold. She does know you exist. So when you go, oh, you know, when he goes, oh, I just saw you back there. I want to say hi. She's like, yeah, that makes sense. I saw him as well. So don't be afraid. There's a tip here for guys. Don't be afraid when you walk around. If you see, if you look at a girl and she's seen you, don't be like, oh God, the jig is up. Like it doesn't work like that. Just walk up and be like, hey, I just saw you. She's like, yeah, of course. I just saw him as well. That's the key, right? So just don't be scared of those situations. Go headlong into them. It's a good thing because you've gone from completely, she doesn't even know you fucking exist. You're an animate fucking object, Harry. You've got to watch that movie if you haven't in Bruges. Brilliant movie and also watch The Guard. Same director, Brendan Gleeson as well. No Colin Farrell, no me starring. Oh, the plug for Tusk, the fat Tusk. As a a failed actor who does too too many drugs. Colin Farrell's shopping list for drugs. Fucking hell. I think you might be able to Google it online. He went through a stage. I think he's sober now. Or he cleaned himself up. But his his bill for intoxicants and for hookers, like each week they just laid out, I think it was a newspaper did. Not sure whether it was tongue in cheek, but they had like his order of drugs and the amount of cool girls he went through in, in weeks He'd just be sitting in his apartment doing this thing like we uh, a friend of mine called Sia talks about in Thailand where he sits in his massive apartment just summoning in. He was just summoning in. <laughs> cool girls and drugs and intoxicants and the list was hilarious what's even funny is check out hunter s thompson's uh daily diet just google hunter s thompson diet and you'll see from one day the amount of drugs hallucinogens all that stuff that that goes in you're like oh my god how is he even still alive and then it says 6 a.m after all this stuff sitting hunter sits down to begin writing It's like fucking hell um anyway i digress so yeah semi-cold approach ioi She's spotted you exist, great. Go in, call it out. Hey, I just saw you. She's like, yeah, I just saw you. Bam carry on speaking. Warm approach is where she's giving you an IOI. So just to recap, if it's in a far city like London, she's gonna look, look away, look again. Um, you can run up and you can do two things. If you're feeling ballsy, you can do, I believe it's a Torero and you can flip the script and you can call her out and the reason this is so powerful is not only have you picked up on the indicator of interest and women women know that most men are fucking socially retired right women know that most men don't pick up on indicators of interest in fact you picked up on it you've had the balls to walk up to her um straight away afterwards and then said something teasy which flips it straight away It's fucking dynamite to women right you'll see them blushing red um you'll see them getting embarrassed but in a really good way like oh my god this guy's got balls like i love it like literally getting excited by the idea of it so you, you 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 spot the IY, you you run around you stop be like hey come on you can't look at me like that and not say hello and you can you can milk you can jazz it up if it gets a good reaction remember set playfully having fun don't say it like deadpan serious because that's just weird that's like dexter serial killer right just, but be playful hey come on you can't look at me like that and not say hello and then I think it's Torero or something. Yeah, I think he jazzed it up. He was like, you made me feel like a piece of meat in a butcher shop. Or look, you made me blush. Like, this is so embarrassing. You made me feel like, you know, sausage on legs or something. Have fun with it. Be playful. So playful, uh, call her on it and flip it on her. And that is kryptonite. I mean, women love it. They absolutely, they're like the fuck, the thing they'll remember, right? Halo effect. What are they going to remember from that first impression? First impressions are important. What are they going to remember from that? Super powerful to do, practice doing that. If you see girls checking you out, if you if you haven't got that ballsiness in you, then I'd say, walk up to her and just say, hey, I wanted to say hi, I saw you too, or something like that. And then you can just go straight into, not the attraction mode, that's already done because she's basically given you the invitation to approach. She's already said she likes you based on your looks or your vibe or something to do with you, right? So it's straight into rapport, straight into normal back and forth conversation. You'll find that you've hit that second phase of the conversation, the investment already because she's given you the green light to approach. So that's the key there. Um, And then you get boiling hot, which I've had twice in my entire existence where the girl just, it's not even an IOI, she just approaches you. So I had it twice in the club. Um, One was a horrendous one years back in some dingy fucking... um, dive bar in Soho somewhere. I don't even know the name. I'm not even sure if it still exists. Um, horrible ciga- cigarettes. Not horrible because I, 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 don't, I don't mind a fag when I'm a fag in Soho. Tusk, move away from that terminology. I don't mind a cigarette in Soho if I'm hammered. But I just remember like this kind of dark, kind of grimy dive bar, dance floor den and this across the other end of the the bar there's this like quite butch like masculine, I thought it was a guy originally, but it turned out to be a girl. Spot me from across the dance floor and she just kind of pointed like this. And I was like, Me? And she was like, nods and just strolls to the mall with this intense grin and like grabs me on the neck, pushes me up against the wall and goes to try and tongue me. She's like, kiss me. And I was like, oh fucking hell no. Uh quite emasculating. But yeah, women obviously as you as you know, they don't approach men much. And it's very rarely if you do get approached, it's gonna be a girl you're into. Sailor V what else we got on IOIs? So micro-level micro, le- micro level maximization of IOIs. So how can you go out today and really maximize the amount of IOIs you, that you, you pick up on the indicators of interest? Because trust me, women are always checking out men um, in big metropolises like New York, like London, busy happening places. There's a lot of women. A lot of women are checking out men. 99.9% of men never act on it. If you can learn to act on IOIs, it's very easy conversations to be having. Because women are essentially saying, come and speak to me, or you're catching them in the act of checking you out, right? So they're going to be amenable to a conversation. I've even had it before where I'm out with a student and the girl checks me out, and that in my mind, her buying temperature's gone up, you know, her receptiveness to anything's gone up, and often what I'll do is I'll send the student in, if it is more his type, and lo and behold, she's really open to a conversation, because her entire buying temperature's been pumped up. But what I'd say to do to maximize micro-level IOIs, obviously go out of busy times. Um, Obviously, always be walking around with your head up, right? So good body language. Body language accounts for at least 50% of of communication. So head back, shoulders back, uh, chin up, you know, decent fucking masculine walk. Sort out your body language, right? It's a big fucking component of how you communicate. None of this bent, bent over Quasimodo style stuff. Fucking all that hunchback of Notre Dame routine. Um, so decent body language and always have your head up looking around like the amount of opportunities you'll see just by not looking down the fucking pavement, but having your head up and actually looking around scanning, right. It's going to make you far more in tune to actually picking up on girls signals. It's going to increase the amount you can, you can, you can pick up on them quickly, right? Cause you learn this learned skill. So always be looking around, always meet girls, eyes. try and be smising a bit with the eyes as well. It's easier, obviously, if you're out with a friend and you're doing a bit of wing game, you're bantering and that vibe is is a lot more warmed up and through the roof and, and playful because women hook into that energy, they sense it. But if you're on your own, little cheeky smirk or little grin, you know, or if you make eye contact with a girl as well, you can force the IOI by kind of like doing that or give it a wink and just see what she does. Um Force the eyes if you want, if it's a particularly hot girl and she's not giving you anything back. But generally speaking, just have a little kind of smising smi- a little bit with the eyes, walking around head up, and you'll see a lot of opportunities. So just being aware of them is, is one of the biggest things with all this stuff, right? And obviously, good body language, good posture. That's a big thing. Uh, if you're out with a wing, yeah, playful, having fun vibe, that's going to maximize the amount of people looking at you, women included, and then you're going to be able to, if she looks at you, you, you can look back, and if you, if you lock eyes for a moment, you get that kind of sizzling energy going on, like that kind of unbreaking eye contact, treat it as an IOI, right? And treat every girl, just, you know, if you are a beginner or intermediate, whatever, treat every girl looking at you, even if you're not sure if that's an IOI, just a look of kind of interest, treat them as IOIs. Because all that's going to do is allow you to run in with that confidence of this is going to go well. And even if it doesn't go well, it's better to assume it will than it won't. It's that whole Henry Ford thing, isn't it? Either it is or it isn't. depends on how you view it. So you might as well assume it's an IOI, even if it's not. Most of the time, it will be an IOI as well. I'd say 75% of the time, it will be an IOI. Sometimes it is just a look of curiosity or whatever. But most of the time, it is actually an indicator of interest. You might as well treat it like that. What else anything else on a micro level we should be looking at not really um, on a longer term level I mean just just I've written down here so many opportunities there are so many opportunities in in big cities like London right women are always checking out men the difference is you're going to be a man who acts on it you're going to be a man who can spot that and it's going to allow so many opportunities I'm not suggesting we go with this choosing signal route of only go with girls that check you out fuck that you get lazy. Don't do it. You don't want to become reliant on that. The hottest, hottest women, a lot of them don't even bother looking around and checking out men. They're always high value. They're always doing something right, storming along. You know that stereotypical bit of Russian fucking model, right? Headphones in. It's raining. She's got an umbrella, sunglasses, resting pitch face. Everything going wrong, right? There's no way she's checking you out. So don't rely on women to check you out. If you see a fucking hot girl, it's your job. We're learning cold approach day game. We talk mainly about cold approach, right? It's cold approach. She doesn't know you, you exist. It's your job to go and make that happen, right? So don't be fooled. None of this nonsense of only check out girls who only go and speak to girls who check out you. You're you're limiting yourself massively. If you're a six foot five, absolutely jacked black guy, right? Okay. Maybe, maybe there's a chance you can, you can eat just off that. But still, I'd say you're limiting your opportunities to a degree. So cold approach. She doesn't know you exist. It's your job to go in. Don't wait for the IY. But at the same time, the flip side to that is be very aware of IOIs because a lot of guys lose a lot of approaches because they're simply not picking up on on women's signals around them, and that's also stupid. So both, we're doing both. On a mic, on a macro level, how to maximize fashion on point. Go to a fashion guy, go to someone like Ollie Pierce, my fashion guy, or go to someone else. Get your fashion on point. Mark Manson talks about it in models, but women treat we see a juicy pair of tits and an amazing ass and, and body on the beach the same as women see a well-dressed man a cu- it doesn't you don't have to be in a suit although for me historically speaking actually the best reactions as you probably see if you go back through some of my older content which is when i was working and i was actually coming straight out of work in a suit and doing some approaching the best reactions i ever had from women were in a suit there's something about a man in a suit that gets women going especially in a big city like london Um, there's elements of power linked in there having money you don't have to do that right but there's still a difference between having your fashion point being stylish knowing what colors match together knowing the fits having that just being well dressed it's a fucking big deal don't underestimate it it's going to maximize the amount of looks you get it should have you know this is something you can fix over a couple of hours or a day if you just go and actually work with someone like ollie and he can actually sort your fashion out for you you can go to the shops with you, buy you the outfits, show you how, how they work, take photos so you, you know how to do it when you go back home if you've got them in your wardrobe. Oh, I changed into that, that, that. It's pretty easy, but it's a big deal. I'd say maximize that and on a longer term level as well, maximize getting in shape at the gym. You can't, you can't beat low body fat percentage in a man because it shows on your face. If you look at Google, or go on YouTube and Google JP, James Tusk, and you'll see the before and after photos. My face was like this. Before I got in shape and lean with him, right? Afterwards it was it was more chiseled and it looks fucking better. Even if you're in rainy London where people are wearing quite a lot of clothes most of the time, women can still pick up on a low body fat percentage on the face. She's not consciously doing it, but on a subconscious level, it subcommunicates that you're in shape. It's lean, you're you're lean, you're attractive, there's no getting around it. So get in shape. And for most men, that doesn't mean a fucking steroid monster that means just getting fucking low body fat percentage get shredded base, basically you're gonna look good when the sun is out clothes will fit you better as well summer fashion wear vests t-shirts whatever it is shorts you have to have the body to put it off or it looks fucking garbage um also in in between both of those things is max out your grooming right so get a decent haircut this is pot and kettle back get your facial hair on point clear up any spots get your teeth whitened look good there's no getting around that like just just it's basics right it's basics in my opinion so fashion and grooming and fitness that's non-negotiable that's going to generate you far more IOIs in the long term on a macro level flying to places where you look different so sexual market economics 101 right if you go if a, if a black dude or an, or an Indian guy comes to Scandinavia with me, Helsinki with me, yes, they get a lot of attention because they stand out as different. Um, if I go to Brazil and Colombia, I get a lot more attention comparatively. I probably, the ability just to, you know, the, the looks I get from girls probably goes up two points in terms of the quality of the women checking me out just because I look different. So basic sexual market economics, we live in a very fortunate time where you can fly anywhere in the world within 24 hours now places are coming out of lockdown. There's no excuse not to research the women you like. Whatever that is, it doesn't matter. If you like fucking Latinas, fly to Mexico City. Fly to Colombia. Get in touch with me. I can put you in touch with some wings. I can give you some advice. If you like Brazilian chicks, fly to Brazil. If you like Brazilian chicks who have blonde hair, blue eyes, fly down to the German part. Blumenau, Santa Catarina. If you prefer Argentinians, fly to fucking Argentina. If you like Italians, go to Italy. If you like that kind of Mediterranean look, go to Greece, go to Turkey. If you like blonde hair, blue eyes, go to Norway, go to fucking Sweden, go to Finland. I mean, it's, it's all controllable. So don't just walk around the street going, oh, no guys that girls that I like, check me out. Get use some fucking initiative and get in, put yourself into a position where you can be around a lot of these girls. And conversely, if you look different, because what I've often found is guys like girls who look very different to them, right? Then you're going to be, uh, an abundant asset in a in a place of scarcity, right? So you're going to be the, the, the foreign guy who also looks different. So you're going to have massive value amongst women because you are scarce, uh, scarce, scarce assets. Basic sexual market economics is not super complicated to fucking get your head around. And that's going to allow you to maximize the amount of IOIs you pick up and the amount of damage you can do. So it's a big thing, like think about it, right? Maybe tie it into one of these boot camps if you need some training as well. And then on a micro level, on a a micro level within a macro level, places with higher ratios of women to men, creating that dynamic that I've seen a lot of the time in Rio, going to like high-end parties where basically the men pay for the bar. So you pay 40 quid to get in. It's an open bar. Women don't pay. What that means is in these places, you get 70% women, 30% men. You're going to get a shitload more IOIs. You're going to get women starting conversations with you, chasing you around. It's that whole thing of give them the gift of chasing, but they like to compete. Women are competitive. They like to fucking climb over and dismember the bodies of other women to get to that hypothetical alpha male, right? So it's actually doing yourself a favor if you can pay to get into these places or, you know, promoters and you can get into these places because women like to chase men. And the best results you're ever going to have when you get women competing against each other, whether it's, you know, because you're a fucking boss player and you understand social dynamics and you can create these scenarios or whether it's going to something like a party where it's manufactured where the ratios are in your favor then you're going to do fucking damage right and you're going to have all sorts of crazy experiences where you might even get you know girl, multiple girls coming on to you, and you can make something happen in, in a group context i hope that covers everything with iois i know i've ranted away for a bit let's go through some of these questions um if you've got anything you're not sure about with any of this ioi stuff ask it here now in the next five minutes or forever hold your fucking peace and i'm joking uh send me an email um, saying headline i've forever not held my fucking peace and then put your question underneath like also joking just send me an email or you, if you comment on this video later guys watching i can come back and answer it but if you are watching this and you want to know about IOIs, ask me in the next five minutes uh while i'm reading through these other questions and i will try and answer Do the hottest girls give approach I or only average looking girls? So this is a good question. In my experience, the creme de la fucking creme de la creme de la creme. Do not check out men. I'm a good looking guy, right? And I understand this stuff to a degree. So I'm walking around. I'm scanning uh, my body language is on point. I'm dressed. Well, you would expect if girls are going to check me out very, very hot. Very, very good looking girls are going to check someone out. I would be a contender for potentially that right. And in my experience the what the super fucking hot ones, the ones that I would be going for, or at least attempting to go for <laughs> are not checking me out. So they are going to be cold approach. Once, one time every so often they do, but it's not frequent. I mainly get checked out by girls. I would perceive myself I perceive as less attractive than me. That tends to be the case. There are exceptions to this. And again, if you travel somewhere where you're a scarce asset, sexual and market economics, if I go to Brazil, or Poland are two examples where I tend to do pretty well, um, I will get attention from women that I would consider to be really, really, really attractive because I've got that scarcity element mixed in as well. So that, but that's a really good question, I like it. What else we got here? There was one earlier that I wanted to come to. Here we go, Graham Noel yo tusk is eye contact a solid eye wire or is eye contact a lot more complicated eye contact can be a lot more complicated can't it because let's be honest women can say a thousand different things with their eye contact to women like or, or men they're very in tune with it so it can mean a lot of things but let's just boil it down to to basics which is if you're a guy um and you and she's a girl let's assume that solid eye contact is and IOI. There are three types of eye contact in terms of the movement as well. So what happens is when guys like, when, when girls like you, they'll tend to lock eyes with you and not break it for a while, make it quite clear because they understand men are fucking retarded when it comes to reading social cues, and we are. We're, f- we're so stupid, right? And all these kind of movies about dating, it shows it as well like joking. Like the guy's like me? And like looking around, like we we are stupid, right? Women know that. So they make it overly obvious. So that hoping we pick up on it, right? And then often we still don't. Um, if she looks up from the eye contact, from what I've read, and I, I don't know what, how true this is, but she thinks she's better than you. So she'll look above you. If she looks down, submissive, which is usually a good thing, because what women should do is look at you and look down. That's a positive sign. That means she rates you higher than her, or she's kind of succumbing into your frame of like, you know, she, you're more dominant than her. And if she looks sideways, well, apparently she, she she seems she thinks she's on your level. So read into that what you were, but often what you're going to find 90 percent of the time is women actually look down because they want to feel they want to jump into that submissive role right what else we got poland is open don't say this is a german that is a i can't get i can't be dragged into the banter but it's a good comment i like it me like it's unbelievable how fast women are you mean in the sack or on boat race what's a realistic approach to lay ratio for an intermediate guy in Moscow? I don't know i haven't been there in a while so i don't know i mean good good rates i always talk about this anywhere around the world one in three approaches a phone number if i get 10 phone numbers i expect to go on two dates if i'm if i'm you know performing and maybe sleep with one of those so between 20 to 30 new girls is a girl in your bed new approaches is a girl in your bed but moscow who knows i'll let you know me and troy can track our stats when we go over there in july I'll let you know good afternoon chat room and good afternoon james which boot camp location are you most looking forward to? I love going to Brazil. I mean, Brazil for Carnival is, is one of my favorites. I've been there five years in a row. Helsinki, I've now been five years in a row as well. That's how much I like it. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to Tbilisi, actually. I think that's going to be a bit of a dark horse, a bit of an unknown. I like stuff like that. And I'm really looking forward to heading up to like Siberia. Might drive up on the Trans-Siberian Railway. Um, love that fucking movie. I think it's called Trans-Siberian with Woody Harrel Goose. Um, here we go. Here's another YOI one. This is good. How would you go about scanning for Iois in the streets? Keep your head up, look around, make, you know, really look around, right? A brilliant one as well. I used to do this a lot coming up from Holborn. Holborn Station has a massively long escalator going all the way up, right? So you're going up there. Um, you can look down uh, on the people coming up the escalator on your one or on another one. Or you can do the other thing, which is practice your Iois just looking up. As the other two sets come down, um, that's that's something that's just an obvious one, right? What percent of approach in London are with no IOIs? I mean, 70, 80%, 70% maybe. Again, I'm just pulling that number out my ass. But what I don't want you to do is lose focus on the fact you should be approaching if the girl doesn't know you exist. I could keep skipping through. What's the problem with uh, here we go. approach, with or without choosing signals. Absolutely, is it okay to say a coworker, Justine? I hope it's a woman asking that. I wouldn't, Justine. I wouldn't shit where you eat. And as Unique Seventy Nine says, Justine, don't shit where you eat. That's fifteen. There's fifteen watching. Let's go up to forty likes. You bums. I like it. Manti, on my side. Some coaches say girls who give IOIs will have a more passionate time with you in bed compared to those who don't give you IOIs. Is this your is this is this your experience? I think it's nonsense. I think mean, it's just whether she like. I just don't think there's any bearing to that. Tusk, you did a great live with Troy the other day with Troy talking about fear barrier. I'm quite confident, but I know you. I can improve to really master approaching any quite cute girl I see in the town. I'm in. Go for it, man. What about IOIs when jogging? um sure i mean if you see a girl look at you going past go for it i mean i've i've seen it before where a girl is actually cycling past me very slowly and checks me out and i run back around and stop the bike um i know clint's done it with cars before a woman driving which always went horrendously wrong um joseph Comer just found your channel to say a lot of stuff learned thank you good stuff joseph or what i would say is try and get out of the house as quickly as possible how do you do your screening to see which girls are more susceptible to be approached I mean, I just decide which girls I like the look of and go and talk to them. Um, There's nothing more beyond that than that. There was a Reddit post last night about guys saying that you should only approach a girl when she gives you an IOI. No, that's bullshit, Um, as we have just talked about in the entirety of this podcast. We won't, I don't approve of that. You know, we're doing cold approach, right? It's a serious numbers and volume game, gentlemen. Numbers and volume, volume and and, uh, skill and numbers, but not as many as you think. What kind of things scream red flag for a girl? What should we look out for and what are you looking out for? I don't want to get into this because this isn't the point of today's episode, so I'm not going to go into detail. Um, I would say if you want something that you can immediately read, Google uh, six years of challenge relationship roulette where he talks about, it's a small PDF where he talks about red flags and relationships. There you go. I'm passing the buck on in a calibrated manner. Tom Torreira went to Tbilisi and said the quality there, he found lower than mainland Europe. I mean, what what do you mean mainland Europe? I mean, it could be anything. That's such a vast area. Who knows? I mean, it's an unknown for me, which is kind of why I want to go because I want to see what it's all about. I've got no, um, I've got no information on Tbilisi, and I quite want to keep it that way, so I have to do that kind of old-school thing of, like, walk around with, like, a torn-up, lonely planet, and you'd be like, oh, let's go here for lunch, and you turn up, and it's like... Just a pile of nuclear waste. There's no place. There hasn't been a place there for like five years. And there's a dog with like three legs hobbling around beside it. Um, those were the days, wasn't it? Pre-smartphones. I remember I had my little Nokia two, Nokia eighty two ten, and you couldn't you couldn't search anything. There was no Google Maps or anything, and you had to go from like people's recommendations, which is cool because you'd ask people in bars where's good to go out, and you'd you'd have a load of duds and then turn up to a cool place. You'd ask people for restaurant recommendations, you'd have some scrappy out of date loaded planet, which was just full of nonsense. But it was the good old days of kind of exploring a bit more without the smartphone. The problem with the smartphone is everything's instantly Googleable, which yes, you can argue gives you a lot of options and maybe you can maximize some elements of the trip, but you lose that kind of lost art of of exploring a bit. And there's something to be said for that. So yeah, I'm going to go into Tbilisi completely blind. I'm not going to do any research before I'm going to try and stomp around, see what I can find, and if I, it doesn't go anywhere, well, I'll get in touch with the guys who are actually living there for some recommendations. But before then, I'm going to just see what see what happens. uh Are you training guys after forty and how effective it is it? Yes, of course. Uh, the trainer Silver Fox, Mister C, who guys will have seen on my channel. He's forty five and he still does second divorce, uh, two divorces under his belt. He still does a lot of damage. He likes them a bit too young, in my opinion not illegally young but just he dates you know 19 20 year olds i just i get what he's saying about the feminine energy and kind of untainted but i just don't have anything common with people that age like it's just hard to substantiate anything beyond one night um and i think a lot of guys who are kind of that age feel that way but no 40 is definitely but durable i mean i'm 34 right uh men peak if you're looking at the rational male taking his advice to advice at 37 38 it's a very small decline, like drop off after that, as long as you keep yourself sexually relevant. So, um, yeah. How old are you when you start day game? 27, I'm now 34. Yes, I noticed more IOIs from girls when they're walking hand in hand with their boyfriend. Yes, this is true. This is a good point I didn't mention. So many times when the girl is with her boyfriend because they're kind of like, I'm secure. And the guys are fucking dope, right? Because men are switched off. He's never like, and they just get brave because they, you know, the boyfriend's never going to notice, but yeah, they blatantly check out guys, right? Because it's like looking for other potentials. It's like, I've got this guy, right? What else is out there, right? Basic human age. You want shit you, you're not having, but yeah, they get very ballsy with their eye contact, right? Very ballsy. And actually just a point of note as well, is if you do see a Ghana girl together and girl, the girl checks you out, Really have a think like in that moment, are they together? Because often what happens is you'll see a guy and a girl, her colleagues walking along. And the assumption we make is, oh, they're together, they're dating. And often they're not. Sometimes, a lot of the time, it's a gay guy, right? So they'll both check you out <laughs> and you're like, okay, cool. And you go in, you're like, no, no, no sausage on the menu today. But hey, your friend's nice. Or if you really like the girl, she's really made it obvious. Like she she's checked you out or she hasn't. But they're not blatantly boy, boyfriend and girlfriend or husband and wife they're not walking along like hand in hand what i'd do is i'd run back and say hey guys this is random but you, you make a really great couple how long have you been dating and say it like that say it like matter of factly like genuinely just just give a neutral compliment and a bit of intrigue and often what happens is if they're not together they'll be like no, no no we're not together we're just friends and at that point you're like oh nice to meet you and you're into that conversation it works really effectively not many guys do it because it's considered ballsy but it's actually a very effective thing to do. Do you think you get lots of IOIs for your tattoos? Yes, apparently from butch lesbian in dive bars in Soho. Who aggressively pushed me up against the wall. I don't know. I mean, my tattoos are fairly unusual. Um, I mean, I didn't get them for IWIs, right? I got one when I was 15 um, and then got that covered up with another scorpion. It's my star sign. And then I got writing that I thought was quite cool. And then he drew a fucking snake through it. So they're quite divisive tattoos. Um, they're not, I mean, I like them, but they're quite like Marmite. People are like, fuck, you know? or, oh, I like your rink work. There's no real kind of just chill in between vibe. Do you often instant F close girls from day game? You mean bend them right over in the street and start banging them? Yeah, man, every day, every fucking day. Absolute super player. How big should a city be for day game? Greetings from Germany. Greetings, my friend, my fellow Frankfurter. I mean, it can be as big as it wants. You can even go to a small place, and if you're only there for a couple of days, you can tear it up, right? Um, No set answer to that. Guys, it's been a pleasure as always. I hope I've given you some value today. The itinerary will be underneath um, for the boot camp stuff, so just get in touch if you have any questions. And looking forward to meeting some of you this year in in, in Europe, maybe in London as well. Uh, Any questions on any of this stuff related to IOIs? um then get in touch info at james.com. any crazy stories from mexico there are plenty of crazy stories but they'll have to be for another time i've got a fang appointment i.e dentist appointment and apparently a haircut to get peace james are you going to get another tattoo matthew munn only of your man i will see you guys soon greetings from london adios